Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys. I'm really, really excited to finally do this episode. I've been wanting to do something like this for months and months now. At first, I was going to do like an episode about my favorite witchy things and books and tools and apps that I use. And then I decided why not do a 2019 end of the year reading list, which is basically, I figured that in this episode, I would basically talk to you guys about all the spiritual and self-help books that I've read this year. I'm going to save the self-improvement ones for like the last because there's only like two that I'm planning to recommend, but most of them are going to be spiritual and witchy and awesome and I'm really excited to share them with you guys. The last couple of years, my New Year's resolutions have kind of shifted from, you know, because I grew up as like being kind of like an overweight, chubby kid, right? So for years, my goal was to, oh, I got to lose weight this year. I got to lose weight, got to lose weight. And then it was really great because then a few years ago when I finally lost the weight that I had wanted to lose, <laughs> I was finally able to like shift my goals, which I mean is kind of silly because I should have been able to do that before that, but It took losing 50 pounds for me to actually decide that, hey, my New Year's resolutions don't have to be tied into my appearance. So anyways, long story short, the last couple of years, my New Year's resolution has been to read more books because I used to be a total bookworm when I was a kid. I love learning. I love reading. And in the last couple of years, I've just been really bad with reading. Like I'll read like half a book and then never pick it up again. So this year, my in 2019, my goal was to just read more. And I have a very fat stack of books right here. To be honest, I didn't read all of these books this year. Some of them are just my favorite books that I've read in previous years, but I figured I would still share them with you. And most of them I did read this year. So I'm really, really excited about that. The other thing I am really excited to announce is that today's episode is sponsored by Audible. Audible is now offering my listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. If you go to audibletrial.com slash spacewitchpodcast and then from there you can browse an unmatched selection of audio programs, download a title free, and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com slash spacewitchpodcast. I personally love Audible. I basically use it the same way I listen to like other podcasts. I'll listen to it in the car while I'm cleaning my house or doing dishes or when I'm cooking a lot of the time, I'll put on like a podcast or, you know, an Audible audiobook. So yeah, Audible is great. And if you use my link, it'll be in the show notes. And yeah, that would be cool. So (laughs) I'm really excited to share that with you guys. And some of these books are available on Audible. As I go through the list, I'll let you guys know which ones you can download on Audible. If they're not on Audible, I will provide a link in the show notes and you can check it out on Amazon from there and get the book if it's something you want. And yeah, so without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Now, I just want to do a little disclaimer and just say that I'm a Virgo. I'm very picky about my books. I really do not like books that are just a lot of fluff. So I know that I very carefully picked out these books and I think for the most part you will get something good out of all of them or learn something from them because I really like practical stuff that I can use and not just a bunch of nonsensey fluff that's just like, hey, you know, wish it, want it, do it. Like, 
I don't know. But yeah. So anyways, I'm just saying I picked these books with care for you guys. So the first book I'm going to talk about is A Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming, Mastering the Art of Oneironautics by Dylan Tachio, Jared Ziesel, and Thomas Peasel. So this book is really great for anyone who wants to learn about lucid dreaming. I actually really want to do a podcast at some point on lucid dreaming. And for those of you who don't know, lucid dreaming is when you are in a dream, you're dreaming, and you are able to be consciously aware of the fact that you're in a dream while you're dreaming. And then from there, you're usually able to like kind of control what goes on. So yeah, basically, it's just being aware that you're in a dream while you're dreaming. And the cool thing about lucid dreaming is you can actually do a lot of self-discovery through this. You can become more creative. You can connect with your past lives through lucid dreaming. You can answer questions. Like if you don't know how to, you can actually learn things in lucid dreaming. Uh, You can learn how to do things. You can, you know, if you're really stuck on a certain situation or some recurring issue in life, you can ask your inner conscious what the answer is and it'll actually give you an answer. Way back when I was doing a vegan food blog, I actually had a lucid dream that I was hanging out with my favorite food blogger and I was in the kitchen with her and her husband who like helps her with her um with like her food blog and like helps her take photos and stuff like that. And so in the dream, I like I became lucid, I realized what was going on. And I asked her, I was like, hey, what's the secret to making a really popular food blog? And all she told me was, test your recipes. And that was the only thing I got out of it was, you know, I need to test my recipes. And then eventually I gave up my vegan food blog to do podcasting because I found that talking was something I was better at compared to cooking and writing because I'm just not, I'm not the best writer, guys. (laughs) So yeah. So anyways, getting back to this book, um, this book is really, really great. And what I like about it is that, like, it gives you different um, exercises you can do. It teaches you how to get into a lucid dreaming state and how to gain control. It teaches you how to handle um, nightmares and to remember dreams. You can also do weird things like fly and shapeshift and connect with uh, people. It makes you more creative. It explains the science behind dreaming and how dreams work. And it's just a good book. Be careful with lucid dreaming only because I think it can lead to sleep paralysis, which knock on wood, I have never experienced and I never wish to experience it, but it sounds pretty scary in my opinion. But yeah, if you are interested in lucid dreaming, this book is for you and it is awesome. Moving on to my next book. The next book that I have here is Kitchen Table Tarot by Melissa Sinova. I love this book. I first read it when I was just getting into tarot and really wanted to like learn about all the cards. This book is amazing. Not only is it really informative, but the author has so much of her own personal voice in this book. And you can tell that she's really passionate about being a tarot reader and she's really good at what she does. And she, her personality is just all over this book. Now, I don't know about you guys, but personally, I really love when people put out content, um, whether that's books or podcasts or music, and it just really has like that unique stamp of that person's personality on it. And so with this is like, you can totally kind of tell like what kind of person Melissa Sonova is just from reading this book. And you can tell she's intuitive, but she's also kind of feisty. Like she seems like someone who, you know, is kind of like, 
I don't know what her star sign is, but I feel like she must be some sort of a fire sign. Like she has that kind of energy. Like she just seems very kind of like feisty, feisty or like maybe quick to have like comebacks. She's also very practical and like down to earth. Like she doesn't seem like someone who really sugarcoats things. Like she kind of just tells it like it is. And I really love that level of authenticity that she brings to this book. And she's just very practical. And I, I just love the way she talks about like, you know, what a tarot reading is like and how to read tarot. And, you know, she has a personal connection with all the cards. And I really just love and enjoy this book so much. I still use it as like a reference book occasionally if I'm feeling stuck or need some help with like a tarot reading. Oh, and all right. So I forgot to mention this for the first one. So just backtracking real quick. A Field Guide to Lucid Dreaming is available on Audible. The other book I just mentioned, Kitchen Table Tarot, that, that one is not available on Audible, but I will leave a link in the show notes so you can check it out if you are interested in reading that book. So the next book I'm going to talk about is The Psychic Navigator by John Holland, who is a very famous psychic medium. If you are someone who is a psychic medium or you're trying to develop your intuition, you may have heard of him or even if you're not into that, I mean, you know what I mean? He's very famous. so You, you may have heard his name before. The Psychic Navigator is a really good book for people who are just starting to open up to their intuition and are trying to develop their psychic abilities. It's also a really short book and like an easy read. I read this in like maybe like one or two days. If you're a really fast reader, you might get through it like in a day. It's only like, how many pages is this? Yeah, it's like not even a full like 200 pages. So yeah, and it, it, like I said, it's a really good book and it has tons of little like techniques on different things you can do to strengthen your psychic abilities. He also talks about like the different clairs and what they are and kind of like how to tell like which one you sort of fit in with more. And then at the end of each chapter, he gives you like a little exercise you can do to start like working on developing your intuition. And it's just a really nice, gentle, easy way to start opening up to your psychic abilities. And unfortunately, that book is not available on Audible. But like I said, it's a really quick, easy read. It's only like 150 pages and I will link it in the show notes for you if you would like to check that book out. So the next book I'm going to talk about is one I actually just got like a couple days ago and I blew through this book. I loved it. Um, this book is called Clear Home, Clear Heart, Learn to Clear the Energy of People and Places by Jean Honor. Hainer? Honor? I keep wanting to say Harner, but there's no R in her name, except for the one at the end. Yeah, okay. So this is a really cool book. It's really different from pretty much anything I would expect to pick up. It's basically this whole book is about how to clear the energy of people and places using a pendulum. And she also tells you like how to make a pendulum or a dowsing rod and you don't need to buy like all this like expensive crazy stuff. I do have a per personally I do have a couple of pendulums that I love and I didn't really use them super often until I read this book and I learned that you can clear energy using a pendulum. And so she talks a little bit about like the science behind like all the energy and how pendulums work and why they work and she just walks you through all the steps to clear your own energy and the energy of like other people and places. And it's a really, really cool book. Like I said, I've been blowing through it. And a lot of this is, I think, based off of, I don't want to say Chinese med medicine, but it's 
it is like some sort of like Chinese practice, which is really interesting because I don't actually know a lot about that stuff. So this was kind of like a new topic for me to read about. And currently I am doing free energy clearings because I just learned how to do this and it's super fun. And yeah, so if you would like a free clearing from me, message me or email me and I'll be happy to do it. I might add it to my list of services at some point, but since I'm still learning, that's why I'm doing it for free just to kind of like, you know, get my foot in the door and start doing it. But yeah, it's a really easy to read book, really well written and super, super informative. And like I said, the whole book is just a how-to on how to clear the energy of people and places using a pendulum. And yeah, that is a really good book. I don't believe that one's available on Audible. Yeah, so that one is not available on Audible. But as I said, I will leave a link in the show notes if you'd like to check it out. It's a really good book. I've really enjoyed it. And she just talks a lot about, you know, like I said, like the energy and how it works and how to clear things with the pendulum. So definitely an interesting read for sure. I highly recommend it. Moving on to the next book. The next book I would recommend is No Mud, No Lotus, The Art of Transforming Suffering by Teek Nhat Han, which again, I hope I'm saying his name right. <laughs> I feel like I'm butchering half the names that I keep mentioning here. So this was actually a book that I read during my spiritual awakening when I was starting to really dive into spirituality and kind of looking at other philosophies and religions and ideas. And this book was just one of the first ones I picked up about Buddhism and I just really, really loved it. I think what got me was the fact that I felt stuck in a time of my life where I felt like I was suffering. And so that title, you know, that little part that says the art of transforming suffering really stuck out to me. And it just made me feel like it was something I had to read. So I picked it up. It's Again, this one's a really short book as well. It's only like, yeah, it's only like a little over a couple hundred pages. And it just, it talks about like Buddhism and how, you know, important suffering can be and how you can kind of sit with that feeling of uneasiness and just kind kind of trying to get through it. And, you know, it's been a while since I've read this book, but it is definitely one of my favorites. And he also has like exercises on how to kind of deal with it and just how to kind of go through those motions of going through a time where you feel like you're suffering or stuck and just sort of how to cope with all that. I'm actually, now that I'm looking at it, I'm like, I feel like I need to go back and reread this book because it is such a good book. But like I said, he goes over all these mindfulness and meditation techniques and yeah, it is really good if you want to learn how to sit with those uncomfortable feelings like I talked about in my last episode. So I would definitely say like a lot of this is actually kind of the groundwork from which I started kind of started like learning how to just deal with being in a shitty situation. So yeah, definitely, definitely one of those one of those books I would recommend to pretty much anyone out there because I think everyone can get something good out of this book. Oh, and lastly, that book is not available on Audible either, but I will make sure to put it in the show notes so you can check it out if you would like to. The next book that I am talking about, this is literally one of my all-time favorite astrology books. The person who wrote it, she had a Tumblr blog that I followed for years, and I always loved her astrology posts, and then she came out with this book, so naturally I bought it like immediately. I believe it's still on Amazon. Like I said, I will put a link in the show notes. This one is not available on Audible, Um, and it's called Your Microcosm by... Marina Kuhn. She is actually German, so she's from Germany, 
Um, the book might be a little weird to read because, um, like I said, she's from Germany, so English is not her first language. So I think there's probably a few things in there that might seem grammatically kind of wonky. But the information in it is amazing. It's a very basic astrology book. So if you just want to learn the basics of astrology, which to me, I would say that you always want to start with just learning the traits of all 12 signs and all the planets and then go from there. Um, I highly recommend this book. She And that's basically what this book is. She goes through and she talks about all the signs and then she talks about all the planets and then talks about the planets in the houses and explains like what they all are. And it's just, it's one of my favorite beginner astrology books. And I read this like after I had already kind of been studying astrology. And I just think out of all the ones I've read, I just really love this one. So that is that book. <laughs> the next book I'm going to talk about is called Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life, How to Use Feng Shui to Get Love, Money, Respect, and Happiness by Karen Raj Carter. I love this book because if you are interested in feng shui at all, this is the best place to start. It's a very like kind of hands-on book and very easy to read and it's just a really good book for explaining like how to move things and set up things so that energy can flow better in your house and how you can manifest more. So I really like this book because I just found that it was really easy to use and read and understand. The only issue I have with this book, which this is really not the book's fault, this is more of like a personal issue, I guess. So I'm someone I learn really fast, like I'll learn a concept and I'll be like, okay, great, got it. And then I'll move on to the next thing really fast. And what's hard for me is that when I'm learning stuff with a lot of details, whether that's astrology or learning another language or learning feng shui, I find that I'll like move too fast from one thing to the next and then there's so many details it all kind of gets like jumbled up in my brain so this is definitely one of the books I if you're like that like I am I would recommend reading it a little bit slower and just trying to do like one thing at a time because for me I definitely got like how do I put it I, I definitely got a little bit overwhelmed because there's so many details and it's really kind of hard to like move everything so it's in a certain way because I think in some spots of your house it's just like not practical really but like I said it's a really good book really easy to read and it's perfect for if you want to learn about feng shui and just starting to get into that so that is that one okay yep and so um that one is actually on audible so if you would like to listen to that on audible and check it out again check out my free trial that I mentioned earlier I'll have the link for that and you can listen to it on there so the last book I have here as far as spiritual books go is, and I mentioned this on the show recently, but again, I really love this book. It's called How to Meet and Work with Spirit Guides by Ted Andrews. Ted Andrews is a really, really great author. He's not around anymore, but he's written a lot of really great spiritual and metaphysical books, and they're just very well-written and detailed and I learn so much from reading his books. As I think I've mentioned before on the show, I love this book because he talks about all the different types of guides that you can connect with. And then he talks about like how to connect with them and he gives you meditations you can do and all kinds of stuff. It's just a very in-depth book about how to work with spirit guides. He talks about guardian angels, just general spirit guides, any loved ones who have passed over that may be your spirit guides, animal totems, nature spirits, and even fairies. So definitely a good read. I pretty, like I said, I pretty much recommend reading any of his books because he's just a really great author. He's also written books on spirit animals and healing and all kinds of really cool stuff. 
So that is the last one as far as spiritual books go. I have two more book recommendations. Oh, and before I move on, actually, Spirit Guides is not on Audible, but like I said, I will put a link in the show notes for that. So yeah, so now that I'm done talking about spiritual books, the last two books that I really wanted to recommend for anyone who may be interested, I know it's not super on par with my podcast, but I'm a Virgo. I love self-help books. I love self-improvement. I'm always trying to do better in any way that I possibly can. And there were two self-help books that I read this year that were really big and influential for me. And so I figured I would just really quickly tell you guys about them. So one of the books I read this year was Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, which the full title is Dare to Lead, Brave Work, Tough Conversations, and Whole Hearts. And so Brene Brown, she's been around for quite a while at this point. She talks a lot about shame and empathy and stuff of that nature. And I really loved this book. This was another book that I kind of read really fast because she really talks about how to kind of be transparent and how to be a leader and also use empathy to connect with the people that you work with. And I love that because I think that in positions of leadership that we we need more of that. And I remember reading this book and the way she just describes empathy and how to use it is just like she totally hit the nail on the head with it. And she definitely got me to look at things differently in my leadership position that definitely just kind of reminded me to be, you know, clear about what my expectations were and how to communicate more effectively with the people that I work with. And I I love it because she if you're an empathetic person, she really empowers you to use empathy as as a tool and I don't mean tool as in like using it in a negative way or a manipulative way I mean it as in like she talks about how you can use it more to your advantage and to be more effective instead of you know kind of hiding it whereas you know I think a lot of times in business people talk about how you know you shouldn't bring emotions in and empathy and everything has to be like this hard line and I just really really love the way she breaks all of this down and tells you how to lead with empathy and to be a kinder and more considerate leader. So that was a really great book that I totally, totally recommend. I pretty much recommend any of her books because she she's just really great. And that book is on Audible if you'd like to listen to it. Again, I will link my Audible trial in the show notes. So if you'd like to listen to Dare to Lead by Brene Brown, it's on there. And then the last book I wanted to recommend which I think this is a really good one going into the new year when I know people are going to be setting new goals and resolutions. But another great book that I read this year was called I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi, which again, hopefully I said his name right. That book is available on Audible. So if you'd like to listen to it, once again, the link will be in the show notes. Now, I know that book sounds really fluffy and like yeah, okay, like there's no way this book is actually going to do anything for me because it's very simple. But he wrote this book like I think over a decade ago and he rewrote the book and most of the information in there, like other than I think he maybe updated a couple things because I bought the updated version. And even in the intro, he's like, yeah, I think I had to like update a few things, but most of everything I wrote was right. And Basically, the reason I like this book is because he teaches you not just like how to save your money. I mean, that is talked about in the book, but he teaches you how to be good with money, but also not make yourself miserable. So what I really liked was that he teaches you to focus on spending money on things that you genuinely enjoy 
and cutting back on things that like maybe you care less about. So like some people love going out to eat. So instead of like even buying like groceries and like eating at home because a lot of people try to eat at home (laughs) to save money. He's like, you know, just go out to eat if that's what you enjoy doing. Cut back on other expenses. Like, do you care about having like a really nice wardrobe? Then, you know, cut back your money there. Or like if you want to travel, you know, he talks about someone that downsized their, they downsized so they were living in an apartment. They didn't really decorate or anything because they wanted to put all their money towards travel. So he just teaches you how to kind of invest your money in the right things. On top of that, the other thing I really loved, which this is great for anyone who's like in their 20s and maybe you're still like learning about money, but really, I mean, this is great for anyone at any age. You don't have to be in your 20s to get anything good out of it. However, reading this book at the age of 23, I still wish that I had read this book sooner um, because that's how good the advice was. And he basically tells you like how to use a 401k and how to get the most benefits out of your credit cards and how to pick the right credit cards. And he talks to you about, you know, HSAs and Roth IRAs and how to invest your money and basically just how to automate all your money and put it to work for you and put it into a savings account so that you don't have to think about it later. He also talks to you about like how to find like the right banks and which banks you should use to get like less fees and stuff like that. So it's all really solid, really practical advice And, you know, if money is something that you want to focus on in the new year, I definitely recommend this book. I know, again, like I know the title sounds really weird and lame because it's just I will teach you to be rich. Like it's very basic. But I will say this is one of the times where I would recommend like don't judge a book by its cover because this book has a ton of practical and solid advice. And I've heard a bunch of people, you know, recommend it, which is why I decided to read it. And like I said, it's just a great book for learning how to get your finances in order and understanding aspects of finances that no one may have really told you about before in the past. That, Like I said, that book is on Audible. So if you'd like to listen to it, you can definitely find that book on Audible and check it out. So with all that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's podcast episode. I love and appreciate every single one of you. I love that you guys join me to listen to this pod- to this podcast every week. I don't know if I've said it already, but my books are open for readings. So feel free to email me if you would like a natal chart reading. Other than that, I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. And I look forward to coming back. I mean, I'm going to still try to put a few more episodes up before the end of the year, but I'm excited for 2020 because I have a lot of things planned. One thing that I want to do is try to line up, line it up so that all of my podcast episodes kind of relate to the astrology signs based on like what season it is. So for example, like we're going into Capricorn season. So I'm going to try to make more episodes about goal setting and manifestation because that kind of aligns with Capricorn season and like manifesting money and stuff like that. And then another thing I'm going to try to do this year is at the beginning of all my episodes, I'm going to start doing weekly astrology forecasts for you guys. So I'm really, really excited to share all that with you guys. I think 2020 is going to be really amazing and I am so excited. So with all that being said, I love you guys so much. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you here next week on the Space Witch podcast. Be sure to rate this podcast and leave a review, share it with a friend. And yeah, I will catch you guys here next week. And don't forget, you are so much more than your sun sign.